Warning before we start. The material in this podcast is very dark. We will be discussing violent crimes against adults and children. This episode contains mature adult content not appropriate for minors or adults with large sticks up their asses. The kind of spectacle that will make you question your morals. Listener discretion is advised. is empty. All of the devils are here. Faces of Death, round two. What it is, Vanilla Faces. It's the boys from Illinois, the Pub Time Podcast. We have your spirit animal on tap today. The the seventh seed. The shoe fetish killer. And don't say my spirit animal. Your. If there's people out there. Spirit animal. If there are. People out there that exist that don't believe in a nice pair of high heels can be a an accessory. Oh fuck! Not just an accessory. That's an enhancer to almost any situation. So you're saying that uh, maybe give me give me one situation. Give me a situation where no would not just just a situation wrestling match. High heels. <laughs> How? Why? Maybe make the official wear them. I don't know. Be weird. Would why? You, why you come out of gates with wrestling? Hey, why I wanted to give like you that? the most odd, strange thing that high heels would have absolutely have no place um, in. You're coaching three-three tie match, okay? And that pair of heels goes walking by. That's is, not. A, is, is there a is there a glimpse in there that maybe you're going to miss a spot? But does it make it you better? Shouldn't? You said enhance. Yeah. Define enhance. Okay. It could make a losing 13 to 0 match better. Oh, for I sure. You walk by. Absolutely. Be a welcome distraction. I was still just trying to envision Harvey Hale out there trying to stumble along. Jeez. I don't know though. It's high heels do not make any situation better because there are certain any situation. There are there are women out there that have no business wearing high heels. It, give you've me seen, give me one. You've seen these women. Oh, it definitely improves. No, it no, it does. 
If it looks like a bunt cake that's sitting on my counter with it overflowing out of the top of it, it does not make it better. Does not make it better. Liar. Unless someone would subject themselves to that. Get all up in that bunt cake. Probably angel yeah. food in there. You don't even know it. All yeasty. <laughs> angel food. <laughs> angel food. Get the fuck That's out of here. That's angel food in there. No way. So, yeah. so this... Uh, no. You get back on this. I want to hear about this. What do you want to hear about? I'm just saying. You're I, fat shaming my girls out there. I'm not like fat shaming. them fucking stilettos on. I'm and not. And you act like it's not an improvement. Not. Definite improvement. No. I mean, come on. Why would you even what like... What little bit of ass that might be there is now... You say stilettos, too. Like, wait, let's take this and let's let's put it on two one-inch diameter dowel rods and walk around on it. Yeah, that... <laughs> even better. <laughs> no. No, yeah, let me walk around well, when you say on a one-inch What do you think about? I think stilettos. Well, That's yeah, I'm not thinking that. about, like, some wedges, no. Yeah, see, you're you know it. I'm just saying. No, you're in it, son. I love it. I'll, I think wedges, to be honest with you, I'll, I'll side with you here. Like, I don't think... They're think, the all-terrain vehicle. No. For sure. They're either... You either wear heels or you don't. Anything in between, like, a real heel, high heels, and not like hooker, stripper heels. I'm just being like, your average dress heel... You're saying five inches. No, that's below. a lot. No, it's not. That's a lot. No, really? It's not. Four inch. Four inches is a lot. Nah. It's really, it's not. You gotta, you gotta look into this. So, but like the wedge or the intermediate, like the Janet Reno heels. Those are all-terrain vehicles, no sir. You take those things a lot of places. You ain't taking them stilettos. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, maybe, but. You gotta think yeah. of the structure. Whatever you're standing on. Sometimes you need to spread out that, the wheelbase. Well, that go, plays into the. You want them heels fucking sinking in. Plays in the argument I was just making. What? That you want to put all that weight on us one little spike. So I'm gonna I'm gonna think ahead and help my girl out and just try to plan for you know <laughs> plan for what? What grounds this is taking place oh, on. Gosh. Am um, I right? I guess. Am I right? You're not willing to do that? Is that what you're telling me? You're beyond I mean, I that. guess if you have a strict the heel stay on policy, then yes, you probably should think ahead a little bit. Yeah. Plan for the terrain. You should be a part of this, right? It's a team effort. You know, how about you just put on some tennis shoes? Ugh. I ain't fucking Arthur Ashe. Kidding me? <laughs> what What are your... Uh, are there any types of footwear? When you see a certain pair of footwear oh, on those... a woman that you're just like out on? Yeah, if I'm if I'm really into others, it's those it's those weird little things I've been wearing lately where it's like uh looks like a sock almost. I don't know what they call them, flats. I guess they call yeah, them flats. Those things you. are so weird. No, Weirdest. I, like those are especially yeah, I'm with you there. They're just I don't know. And they're all like, Oh, they're great, I love them. I'm like, Yeah, I don't right. know. And then the socks they wear with them that are like No sock. Really. You can't yeah. see though. They're yeah, yeah. It's just weird. Yes. Those no. things, yeah, I don't I'll, get them. I'm with you. Um, yeah, no, no and then Crocs, number one, number one. Why are you coming at me like that, man? Crocs, oh, one. the most comfortable footwear I've ever owned. You want to ruin a good bone? Most comfortable footwear I've you ever. Walk owned. into my house with a pair of camo Crocs. 
without the balls hanging off the back of them. Well, that's that's my deterrent. That's why I don't have to fend off your what color are they? Your boner the whole time. What color are, are my they? croc jewels? Yeah, why don't <laughs> you blue. wear them? Why don't you blue. just leave them on there? They're blue. You're a huge puss for not. I don't even know where they're at. Honestly, I have to look for them. So you put them on, just take them off. I wore them like one time. Pussy status. Speaking um, of, you've seen the video. The tape is out there. Which one? My three-year-old daughter the other day. Oh yes, yes. Nonchalantly, she obviously learned this word from her mother. <coughs> I'm just sitting there, and I I kind of reference dad. And she just clears day goes, "You're a pussy," <laughs> I, and goes right back to swiping on her little tablet and doesn't. I mean, doesn't even break stride. And I said, "What?" And she doubled down, "You're a pussy." I'm like, "Oh fuck! I gotta. <laughs> I'm gonna have to record this." <laughs> so for the third one, I'm like, "Start recording for you and Dick and Dayton." And I go, what's dad? A pussy. A pussy. I was like, God damn it. So I told you my theory. I think that her older brother, she probably would spend a little time, and he's just like, listen, dad's a pussy. I'm going to teach you the ropes. Dad's a pussy. Dad's a pussy, and (laughs) whatever you do when you get in that shower. Do not. Do not let them wash your asshole. <laughs> Do not wash my asshole. Yeah, that's wild. Such a character. I don't know where that kid came from. <clears throat> that mailman. That fucker owes me some No, money. are you kidding me? Yeah. That is you to a T. That is not me to that a T. That is you to a T. I would have never called my father a pussy <laughs> at three <laughs> no, years old. But you would have called you a pussy at three years old. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> and also, if there was some grown person trying to wash your asshole, the first thing <laughs> out of your mouth would be... Don't do not wa- do not wash my asshole. <laughs> like, yeah, her her dictionary is vast. definitely not Webster's. It's urban. <laughs> yeah. Uh so in this episode, we you know we said Jerry Bordeaux's the the shoe fetish killer, and he's going to be facing off against the Candyman. Yeah, the Candyman, Dean Coral, who had quite Push the body hopes count. And dreams. Yeah, quite the at least the highest. I think the highest confirmed body count. Of everyone this round, right? Everyone we've ever covered. No, because I thought that uh, he's, Ridgeway he's, was in the... Yeah, it wasn't confirmed, though. I thought his confirmed was up there. He said it was close to 100. But I thought he, I thought he was convicted of like 38 or some shit. Yeah, they only convict him on a couple. No. Yeah, same deal. Same deal as most of these assholes. You've seen the other guys. You know they were fucking part or of... Or Gacy. I mean, well, Ga- I mean, the Gacy... Like the situations, like Coral had them all buried. You know, they were buried in a one, a couple of different places, so it was easy to Boat shed, tie them back. Um, beach house, <clears throat> Gacy. They were all, most of them were buried on his property in his basement, cross base, whatever. Um, few were tossed in the river. Ridgeway, Ridgeway, his Set were scattered. Jim, I mean, they're in the banks of the Green River, right? And then, uh, I guess. Uh, you know, Bun- did they ever discover the Zombie Mountain String Band? Yes. Okay. Yeah. But we even talked about it when he gets cremated, where they spread his ashes up, up on Zombie Mountain. Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. Who would even do that? 
Ted Bundy. I'm just saying. That he requests that, I'm assuming. Sprinkle that fucker out somewhere. Dump it in the garbage. <laughs> um, and then, uh, oh gosh, who am I thinking of here? Dahmer had parts of most of his victims laying around his apartment, so that wasn't too hard to account for them, or some of them at least. What do you think a cannibal shit smells like? Let's be know. honest. I mean, I, probably not much different than eating. I mean, does your shit smell different whether you're eating yes. beef or pork or chicken? Yeah, yeah it's. I, I do believe so. I don't know if I've ever been like, oh, those are the beef shits. <laughs> like, I don't think. I've oh, ever... you're telling me you ain't had the beef shits? I'm before? just saying. I don't think I've ever been like, by up. Oh, those are the beef shits. Those are the. Well, pork I'm saying shits. you don't notice a little different texture. I don't know that if I from one I one meal to the next, you use just all run. I don't know if I pay that much attention. I don't. I don't know that I correlate back like you do. I don't know that I'm like, oh, this is definitely that. Hey, my morning shit and my cup of coffee starts my day. So, like, I need to know what's happening here. <laughs> I, you are way more in tune with your bowel movements than the average person. Lies, not lies. Facts. It only happens once a day. It's near and dear to my heart. And if it happens twice, <laughs> I I'm mean, like, even more. In, I mean, like, you know. I need to investigate now. So I'm saying, like, you know exactly what it was, where it came from, its origins. I see the lettuce. It had to been that fucking Subway sandwich. You know, I talk about, um, and maybe just Subway. Subway sucks. Yeah, it's not Subway's great. Subway's. I that meatball sandwich, so I fuck with that thing all day long. I'm not saying I won't eat Subway. Or steak, but just like steak and cheese. In the realm of deli sandwiches, especially these days, there's more yeah. more and more sh- sub shops out there. Um, like what? Well, well, Don't Jimmy say John. fucking Jimmy John's. Jimmy John's, Jersey Mike's. Jimmy John's bread sucks. Hot Belly. I mean, there's a lot Hot of them. good. Yeah. You know I was a big fan of? Blimpy. Blimpy. Schlotzky's. Schlotzky's is good shit. Yeah, where? Where yeah, you go? I don't know if they even exist anymore. But no, yeah, the jalapeno Subway. cheddar bread, Subway, no good. It's run its course. You're just over it because it's you've like, had so much. Of it's it. like the pizza. Why hut. don't you feel that way about McDonald's? It's like the Pizza Hut of the deli sandwich. It was great in the '80s. It had its uh, run, but it is. That's what I was saying. Blimpy's yeah. titties. Uh, Piccadilly Circus every now and then when I see one. <laughs> right. I love those sandwiches, but you just don't see them very often. No, no. Very few and far between. But yeah, the uh, the old Subway. No, thank you. No. Seriously. I'm not you're, saying you're I won't honest. eat it. Well, because we have one in town. Like, I'm not saying I won't eat it. It's just. You do eat not, it. Not like. You don't have not any my cup of tea. What? Just it's if you go, what are you going to get? I usually get the steak and cheese. What do you put on it? I need to know. Um, Maybe it's your poor choices. No, nah, I mean, it depends. I mean, typically... Toast it? I don't really care for it toasted. What I've had it cheese? toasted before. Hey, just answer uh, my question. Pepper jack. Maybe a little... What toppings? Green pepper, onion, banana peppers, jalapeno, southwest sauce. Okay. Black olives, You're going maybe. Chipotle. I like that. No lettuce, no spin. Uh, sometimes I'll put a little lettuce on it or tomato if I'm feeling froggy. No spin. But it just seems weird to have that on a hot sandwich, so I steer clear. How is it hot? You didn't get it no, toasted. No, because they, they microwave the, the meat. meat up and stuff. But I'd have it toasted sometimes, too. Do you get but... lettuce and tomato on your burger? That's uh, a hot sandwich. That's true. No, that's fair. I don't know, man. 
To be honest, when I'm in the fucking mindset, this sandwich ain't lasting too long, so that lettuce ain't even going to have time to get wilted. I know. Um, I've had a hot sandwich with lettuce on it. I'm not opposed to it. Have you ever had a hot banana? <laughs> not by choice. <laughs> not by choice. Um, No, but Subway, nah. I've said I'll eat it, man, but there's just nothing... Uh, it's not my first choice. It's not my not my fifth choice. It's down the list. All right. So if there's me, so you're such there's an me. avid defender of Subway. Well, me and Jared, we fucking we spent so much time together back in Ot Six. <laughs> uh, no, I don't. I don't fucking mind Subway. Those pizzas suck. Never had one. They're bad. Cookies are good. Yeah, they have good cookies. I'll give you that. Sandwiches aren't awful. I mean, you just <coughs> got to find something you like. That's true. I mean, and it is one thing. I will say this about Subway. And I guess really any chain should be this way. But if you've had, you have a steak and cheese at one Subway, you have a steak and cheese at a Subway across the country, they should all taste the same. And McDonald's has that pretty much locked down, right? No, no, no. You I've get a double cheeseburger good... from this McDonald's or that McDonald's. I do enjoy the fact they're starting to use real meat because I've had a couple pink ones in the last couple of runs. I've never had a pink McDonald's burger. No. Recently I have, which I'm okay with because at least I know you're using something real. It didn't start off brown. You know what I mean? Before you throw it in a little warmer. That meat was not real. I don't know if it is or not, but it tastes good. I think it's... No, it doesn't. It tastes... No, it doesn't. It does. It I doesn't. hate to say it, I mean, but it tastes pretty good. No, it's full of salt and bullshit. Like, it that's the only, No, it does not taste like it meat. It tastes good. Millions, billions of customers... Because there's billions disagree. of fucking McDonald's to choose from. <laughs> like, some roads, many, some roads, you could go a mile and you might see two of them. How many other... You might see three of them in some places. I mean, but they dominate. The, Just because there's more of but them. But there wouldn't be more. There, they wouldn't build more if they weren't popular. You could build a hundred fucking Hardee's or whatever and like... Yes, I would. Gonna... Yes, I would. What? What? I'm, I'm saying Hardee's. They, they could build the same amount of restaurants as McDonald's and they're still not going to outsell McDonald's. My point. They were around originally. They, I don't they have a problem with Hardee's. I don't have a problem with Hardee's. Oh, fuck too. It sounds like you do. I don't. No, especially their breakfast. You're, no, it. fuck you. You eat McDonald's breakfast now because you love McDonald's. Um, so you get them shitty hard biscuits. No, I'm not a... No, you get the shitty hard biscuits and bacon you can barely fucking chew. I don't like... I don't really care that much for McDonald's breakfast. I mean, Hardee's breakfast it is It sucks dick, up. just like the rest of their food. Um, if anything, you get a round egg on a bacon, egg, and cheese... That's it. That's the only choice you got. Their breakfast sucks. No bagels. No they steak. They got bagels. No, the fuck they don't. Unless they used to. Unless they got rid of them. Yeah, of, them. of course. Oh. Just like anything else. The decent. McGriddle's good. Crunchwrap, gone. McGriddle's bullshit. You like pancakes like that? I don't. I really have a biscuit. The muffins are okay. Who the... the McMuffin? I've never... Oh. you never had a sausage, egg, and cheese McMuffin? Yeah, I've had a McMuffin. Yeah. I was getting ready to fuck you. I thought you were saying like actual muffins. No. Like, who the fuck goes to McDonald's for muffins? No. 
In English muffin, yeah. Cinnamon raisin biscuits from Hardee's? No, I don't fuck with those things. No? No. Pretty good. Don't make them no more. French toast dips now, bud. So, you gotta get a little more in tune. You're gonna get on. You're gonna get on this national platform, listened to by <laughs> thousands of people, and shit talk them. You shit talk. Who? Bit, who am I shit talking? Carl's Junior. I just heard it. Did not shit talk them. I just said. Oh, you shit talk the fuck. Out I of just them. said they could build as many restaurants. Carl's Junior. Say it. And say they're it. not. Just say it. They're not gonna compete. But just. I mean, they'll. They'll. They're obviously doing well enough to survive and 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 be profitable. Obvious, I'm sure. But they're not on the same wavelength as McDonald's. It's just the truth. McDonald's is awful. It's bad. In it's your bad opinion, I'm fuck. My you are opinion. incapable of having an objective opinion about anything. Fuck. Everything my that comes out of your mouth is one thousand percent subjective. For sure, subjective to that shitty burger. <clears throat> it's not good. Let's talk about. Them Let's chicken talk nuggets. About Jerry. What's in them chicken nuggets? Who knows? I don't no. like the nuggets very much. No, listen. They used to have the McRap. Probably one of the best goddamn things they had. The ranch. Crunchy. <coughs> crunchy ranch snack wrap. Snack wrap. Fucking gone. Bitches. Yeah, those are pretty Anytime popular. they have something that are good, they get rid of it. McRib. Yeah. I heard someone told me that they, uh, the times they bring back the McRib are when pork prices are low. Or some shit like there ain't that. There no fucking pork in there. Who are they lying to? <laughs> I don't know. I just said it. All pork bellies are down. Time to bring the McRib back. Bullshit. So let's get into Jerry here a little bit. Um, seems like a perfect time to transition. Jerome Henry Brudeau's was born in Webster, South Dakota, on January thirty first, nineteen thirty nine. Um, he was the youngest of two sons, and his mom, um, his mother wanted a girl and was very displeased that she had another son instead and constantly subjected him to emotional and physical abuse. Um, as a child, he and his family would move into different homes in the Pacific Northwest before settling in Salem, Oregon. Now, I'll say this much. And it it seems like it's more women that end up feeling this way than men. I I don't understand the whole, like, I want a girl... Like in this case, and it's not, and so now you have some fucking grudge against your healthy baby because it's not a girl. I've treated all of my children the very same way. I just, I cannot. That's just so infuriating to me. Why? What? The, the, Why can't you pick and choose? What kind well, of child sure, you, you want? could want, you could prefer, but no, to like, not want, choose. Fuck it. Why can't you choose? Well, you have to wait for the child to choose their gender now. What if I want to choose it for my child? But there's people doing that now, I'm sorry. 1939. But my point is, I can't stand, and even if it's a father who's like, oh, I wanted a, I wanted a boy and I had a girl instead, and so now they're going to treat the daughter like shit or something. Like, fuck you, you piece of shit. Well, if it was a boy, they probably would have treated him like shit too. So what's the difference? That's just probably some truth to that, I guess. But it, it just really rubs me Part for the way. course. So as we've mentioned... Uh, old Jer had a fetish for women's shoes from the age of five. I love it. And he found a pair of open-toed high-heeled shoes in a junkyard while wandering and playing alone and wore them home. Now, first of all, what in the fuck is a five-year-old doing wandering alone in a junkyard? I want to... I'm going to... I'm going to let everybody in. This is basically... This is how mine started. 
wandering alone in a junkyard? Paul's junkyard. Where's Paul's junkyard? Coal Hollow, right at the bottom of the hill. Okay, and you you found in a salvage yard. Yeah, I found you a, found some women's I, shoes, a pair of heels that fit me as a five year old. And so wait, hold on. So you found women's shoes in a, in a junkyard, salvage yard. I Sal- prefer to call salvage it salvage yard. yard. This yes, that makes eyebrow, it. That makes it so much better. Place this was <laughs> makes it so much better. Um, I, I do you have anything else you would like to say about that before we move on? <laughs> there, it uh, it made my legs look amazing. Get the fuck out of here! So in the shorts I was wearing, I don't day. know if your mother had the same reaction, but his mother scolded him repeatedly for wearing the shoes and eventually burned them. In 1940, <coughs> excuse me, in 1945, the Bredos family moved to Riverton, California, and Jerry entered um, entered the first grade. Uh, so his teacher wears high-heeled shoes and keeps two pair in the classroom. Big mistake. Yes. Jerry hides the second pair of shoes from the teacher so that he can take them home. A classmate intercedes, and Jerry confesses to his attempted theft. The teacher gets angry. Jerry becomes embarrassed and leaves the room. Um, he also had a fetish for women's underwear and claimed that he would steal underwear from the female neighbors as a child and spent his teen years in and out of psychotherapy and psychiatric hospitals. So this guy was just a walking spank bank. I mean, that's what it sounds like. Um, you know, stealing the teacher's heels. And panties from neighbors. I mean, that's he's getting work. in there, breaking and entering. Um, well, back then, I, I imagine that washers and dryers in the home maybe weren't super common, or at least Ooh, good, so good thinking. Yeah, they're you know, maybe the they're hanging them in the backyard, or to someone like this, you know, if you know places where maybe there are laundromats, you just maybe could roll in and you snag th- a pair. You think he's snatched them off anybody? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe not. I want to talk point about capture life. the flag? That's a fucking game right there. So as he begins to go through puberty. His mother again shows her disgust for anything sexual in nature, even forcing him to wash his stained sheets by hand. Uh, He begins to have bizarre fantasies and fantasize that he would capture a girl, force her to obey his commands, and beg for mercy. His family moved to um, Corvallis, Oregon, and there he would continue his habit of stealing women's shoes and undergarments and uses them to enhance the pleasures of masturbation. I feel like the better when they're being worn by somebody but i mean do what you do jerry you would think so me myself i mean <clears throat> so and, and mom i guess has been out of shape over the the stained sheets and decides to make him very gary ridgeway yeah i mean but well close he's scrubbing them balls but no. he's got to scrub them sheets so in the summer of 1955 jerry's now 16 and steals the undergarments of an 18 year old girl and decides that he wants to get a nude photograph of her instead of relying on the undergarments for his pleasure. Um, he sets up an elaborate plot to get her to pose for the nude photo, and he asks the girl to come to his house under the guise that he could help her get her underwear back. So, I mean, that's creepy. First of all, if someone stole your underwear, like, oh, well, you just come to my house. You just come to my house, and I'll give them back to you. No, no. I'd be like, no. She didn't know that he took them. He was saying he would help her find what them. Was he fucking... Sherlock Holmes of underwear? Like, 
Come on Maybe. over. I know how to get to the bottom of this. He might be. I don't know. So when she arrives, uh, she was accosted by a masked man with a knife that forced her to remove her clothes and took several photos. The man left, and the girl got dressed and fled. Before she could get away, she ran into Jerry, who said he saw the intruder, and he was locked um, in the barn. She immediately left and informed the police of what happened. So it solid, like, solid game plan. I mean, pretty good plan. Creeper, but fucking worked. Yeah. So obviously, Old switcheroo. Right. You've seen it time and time again. Any movie you've ever watched. No, I mean, and so definitely well executed. As disturbing as it is, well executed. I think so. I think so. So as his obsession increased, he began to stalk local women. He'd knock them down, choke them unconscious, and flee the scene with their <laughs> shoe, with their shoes. How crazy is <laughs> it's that? It's the shoe bandit, man. Like I just you probably could just ask him and they'd think it's weird, but you could probably just be like, hey, come off them shoes. Okay. Like, I don't know why he has to Knock them out, choke them, then take their shoes. Um, <clears throat> so at 17, he had abducted and beat a young woman, threatened to stab her if she did not follow his sexual demands. Shortly after being arrested, he was taken to a psychiatric ward um, of the Oregon State Hospital for nine months. And there it was found that he had, you know, it was found that his sexual fantasies revolved around his hatred towards his mother and women in general. He underwent uh, a psychiatric evaluation and was diagnosed with schizophrenia. And despite, you know, being institutionalized, he did graduate from high school in 1957. And shortly after graduation, became an electronics technician. What's this? I I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I think that uh, you know, here we go. This is sort of the typical tie it back to mommy issues or daddy issues in some cases. Well, I, I feel like... Oh, so young men who have mommy issues, I mean, their victims nine times out of ten are other women. Probably ten times out of ten. Yes. Young men who have daddy issues, their victims, almost ten out of ten, are... Men. Men, yeah. For sure. And so um, I'm getting a little, uh, getting some big head vibes a little bit. Yeah, a little somewhat. bit. He's kind, of a, he's kind of a goob, this guy is. So uh, March 9th of 1959, he joins the U.S. Army and was stationed at Fort Ord, California, having finished his basic training at Fort Gordon, Georgia. He was granted the rank of E-2 and decided that... Um, to go see the army chaplain who referred him to the army psychiatrist, Captain Theodore J. Barry. Barry just discharged Brudos from the army because of his bizarre obsessions. I mean, you gotta be pretty fucking weird if the army won't even take you, right? Oh, especially in the 50s. So, I mean... They kept Klinger around for all those years. <laughs> so after being discharged uh, from the armed forces, Jerry moved back to Corvallis with his parents and was forced to live in their shed. Oh, fuck, Mom. Mom's been fucking this kid's eyes out since he was five years old. So this, again, like it brings back some memories of Big Ed's mom locking him in the basement. So one night after running an errand, he became excited by a young girl who was uh, walking and followed her home. 
He strangled her until she was unconscious. And guess what he did? Stole them fucking shoes. And slept with them. Uh, he slept with the shoes in an attempt to fe- feel more powerful. Just like, I got a good buddy named <laughs> Sheldon. I don't know if you know him. I've heard that he eats toenails. <laughs> no, but I don't, to feel more powerful, I don't, I don't get it. Once the shoes come off the lady, I mean, I feel like power's lost. It's like Samson. It's, it's very The hair has like, been cut. Just, okay, take their shoes. Their shoes make you feel more powerful. We talked about the vampire. He's drinking blood to feel more powerful. Um, Dahmer was eating people to have them be a part of him. Some, I mean, just these odd, odd things. Yeah, they're all missing something. Something no. inside. And then you got Ridgeway. There's just stuff in... Dead pussies full of rocks. <laughs> right? It's like... It's like a science experiment, I guess. I don't know. So after being... Uh, you know, so, we t- <laughs> so, you know, he sleeps with these shoes to feel more powerful, I guess. Um, he obtained his FCC license and began working at the Corvallis radio station. Uh, while working at the radio station, he meets his future wife, Darcy Metzler. Um, she was 17 at the time. The two began going out, and Darcy's parents did not approve of this relationship. Arguably, as an act of rebellion, Darcy gave Jerry a kind, the kind of attention uh, that she had not experienced before, and the two uh, were married within a few months' time. Uh, the pair would have two children and settled in a Salem suburb. He asked his new bride to do housework naked, except for a pair of high heels, while he took pictures. The fucking, all right. Of anything, anything this man's brought up that I'm going to get on board with. There it is. is it, huh? Fuck. The the naked I, housework. And if she's down, he's not, not choking her, not holding her at gunpoint. If she's down to do something like this, like, damn, Jerry, take care of her. That's all I'm going to say. So it was about this time that he began complaining of migraine headaches and blackouts, uh, relieving his symptoms with night-prowling raids to steal shoes and laced undergarments. Brudeaux would experience a transvestite period where he would use um, a female persona as a form of escape mechanism. So you think now he's wearing the heels and the panties. He must be. And I would think so. I'm not sure that makes you a transvestite, though. Does it? I thought it was just cross No, I mean, well, I think that's technically a trainee is... In training? A trainee in training? I No, I, I don't think you really... You don't become Macho Man Trainee Savage until things actually start to change. Well, that's a... Or yeah. he's out. Maybe he's out prospecting transvestites instead of actual women. I don't know. I'm not well-versed in the um, the culture. Me neither. So I'll just throw that out there. Brudeau's kept the shoes, underwear, and uh, for a time, the bodies of his victims in a garage that he would not allow his wife to enter without first announcing her arrival on an intercom that he had set up. Now listen, listen. If your wife is down to clean the house and only a pair of heels, she doesn't have to announce herself. She come and go as she pleases, Jerry. Rule number one. <laughs> Rule number one. Well, he probably realizes that if she figures out all this goofy shit, she ain't going to be around for a while. Yeah. So she might have been a little more into it than we know. 
So fast forward to Linda Slauson, a 19-year-old encyclopedia saleswoman. Uh, she comes to Bruto's home on business. Uh, Jerry saw his chance. He pretended to be interested in buying an encyclopedia to lure her inside. Uh, while his family was upstairs, Bruto's hit uh, Slauson in the head and strangled her to death. Um, I just can't imagine this day and age, man. Like people coming door to door. If someone showed up here trying to sell you fucking encyclopedias, I, I'd fuck around. Is it Britannica? <laughs> I used to get down on those things. I ain't playing. Jeez. Those are good ass books, and you get so much more information. So Ryan just them. skips the internet and goes straight for the encyclopedia, just like you listen, still pay your listen, bills by phone or by my, check. My family, when we grew up, we my dad had a huge boner about shit like that. National Geographic's as far as the eye could see. I don't know if he purchased them all or just anytime he, he just, was waiting, any waiting room that had one, minus one. <laughs> was but we was legit the, had a set. Was of, the subscription to like Playboy and Hustler just a little too expensive, and so he's just settling for them African titties? Could be is the tribal thing. I don't know. <laughs> oh gosh, but. We legit had a set of encyclopedias. What was it called? Some Britannica, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, you crack them bitches open. A little black and red book. Probably about 20 books in the set. I mean, fuck, had a little bit of everything in there. Fascinating. It, Fascinating. it really is. And I didn't have to, Wayne Brady didn't have to choke one <laughs> bitch to get them so, encyclopedias. After killing Slauson, Bruto stashed her body in his garage. He then cut off one of her feet and stored it in a freezer. And in a sickening echo of his adolescent fantasies, he used um, the severed foot to model his collection of sh uh, stolen shoes. Why wouldn't you? I don't know. I guess I mean, natural. Why else would you cut the foot off? Natural connection. Uh, natural evolution, maybe. Shortly thereafter, he tied Slauson's body to a car engine and dumped it into the um, Willamette River. The 18-month-long killing spree of the shoe fetish slayer had begun. While dressed in women's clothes, Jerry Brudeau's kidnapped his next victim, Karen Sprinkler. Okay. He's not a tranny. He's just a cross-dresser. He's a big dude. <coughs> so it's like Aunt B walking down the street getting ready to pick you up. It's strange. It I is. Mean, yeah, for sure. That would be a very intimidating Rebel sight. Wilson... Is attacking them <laughs> on the street. <laughs> yeah, and so poor Karen Sprinkler gets held at gunpoint in the parking lot of a department store. Um, and once he gets her in his garage, he forced her to put on several different types of women's underwear while he photographed her. Uh, he then raped her and hanged her by her neck from a pulley in the garage, strangling her to death. Horrifically, he had sex with her dead body several times before cutting off her breasts and making plastic molds. He then threw the body into the river, uh, tied to, again, a car engine that weighed it down. How many no, fucking... No, listen, listen, How listen. many car engines my guy got laying around? So the breast molds thing, I don't know. I'm kind of looking, trying to see. He turns one into like a fucking paperweight that he keeps on his desk. A titty on a board. A titty <laughs> on a board. <laughs> titty on a board. You heard what I said. Wasn't a mold. It was the titty on a board, paperweight for his desk. How, how did it? I don't know, Brad. Have you seen? No. Are you making this up? No. 
It's getting ready. You're getting ready to see it. I think I see it right there. Jury cut out. <clears throat> so. Yes, I think it's coming. I feel like he is, if all of our prior serial killers had a love child. He's just all of them. Jerry He's just got little bits and pieces of, of every one of them sprinkled in. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's bad. He's not he's a nice got, person. He's got like the, he's got Big Ed's mommy issues. He's got Big Ed's build a little bit too. He's, he's kind of a big dude. He's got, you know, whether you, whoever, Bundy, Dahmer, Ridgeway, you know, the, the necrophilia. The thing, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I mean, the, the river thing, that could be. He likes to dress up. So he's like your buddy, Dennis Ryder. Yep. Dresses Penny up Hill's like, guy. Yep, for sure. So, I mean, there's a lot of stuff here. The car engine thing. The car, you know, yeah, how many, I said, how many, I tell you what, I mean, is he just. They say that, I, I think it was a tranny. The transmission, <laughs> just the housing though. So. Because he's I'm a like, big dude. But it was just, I mean, back then they built motors differently. You're telling me he just uh, picked this thing up and put it in the back of his truck or whatever. And maybe it was a four cylinder. Manhandle this thing. Maybe it was a four cylinder. I don't know. He didn't want to make sure that body didn't come up. So in the fall of the same year, Brudeau's killed again. College student Jan Whitney accepted a ride from him um, after her car broke down, whereupon he strangled her and raped her dead body in a car. Uh, Brudeau's later hoisted her body from the pulley in his garage and had sex with her corpse multiple times. At one point, he cut off her breast and made a resin mold of it so he could use it as a paperweight. See? That's what I'm saying. This is a resin mold. Hold on, hold on. You're going to see. Just keep going. Just keep going. So, again, throws her body in the river, this time tied to a railroad iron. In 69, Jerry Brudeau's abducted Linda Salee and brought her into his garage where he raped her, strangled her, mutilated her body, and her corpse was also thrown into the Wilmette River, tied to a car transmission this time. Does he live at a junkyard? Maybe he's just like, or he's salvage yard disposed you, in a, of an entire vehicle. Like lives in a salvage yard, as you would prefer to say. A local fisherman then discovers Linda Salee's body um, in the Long Tom River. Her body's been weighed down by an auto transmission. Two days later, Karen Sprinkler's body was found a mere fifty feet away. This was the one that was tied to a car engine, which later caused her to remain submerged. Um, you know, Jerry had cut out her breast as souvenirs and filled the holes with uh, brown paper towels. I don't, I don't, I don't get that part. Don't either. No. So he uh, had also placed a bra from his collection of undergarments over her mangled chest. Now, so now listen. In the mind of a crazy person, he's coming off of something that's very near and dear to him, right? Well, there's a piece of from his collection. Yeah, I mean, so he, it, he must have had. Uh, it's it is weird because they usually don't let deep that down. shit go. Yeah, deep down, he obviously was like, "Oh God, I can't leave her submerged in right. this river without being covered properly." Without a gift. So, uh, Brudos would dress up in high heels and masturbate after committing each murder. Yeah, because that was his touchdown dance. I guess. Same here. Uh, <laughs> okay (laughs) so jerry begins to uh phone dorm rooms at oregon state university 
He is somehow able to arrange several blind dates through this method. And at this point, police are um, onto, the, onto the killer's pattern and are uh, skating out to all areas where young, attractive women are present. Skating or staking? Skating, I say. <laughs> Skateboards. Uh, a skater uh, die. A female student that claimed to have uh, gone on one of the blind dates gives police a description of Jerry Brudeau's. He's kind of an older dude at the time, so... be weird, yeah, dating college chicks. Um, well, no, I guess it's even weirder that the college chicks want anything to do with them. Right. Maybe they got... Wasn't... Daddy issues. Was, uh... God, man. Was Bundy, like, he was in the Pacific Northwest, wasn't he? Yeah, this... a lot of these fuckers were. Um, yes, yes, yes. Him, Ed, Ramirez. But were, were any of them, but, like... Ramirez was in California. Still. Right? But, like, were any of them Ridgeway. up in, like, like, Oregon State in that area? Stuff like that? Bundy. That's what I thought. And uh, Gary Ridgeway. So, um, now, I do, I do feel like, and I feel like I've heard this before, but there is a certain spot up there between, like, Oregon, Idaho, and maybe Montana that's... Basically untouchable. I don't know if it's like a nature preserve or, you know, no one really has much jurisdiction over it. Gotcha. So, so it's the, sort of a lawless. The people that have died there, there's really no one's going to look for you. Gotcha. Unfortunately. But now we definitely have to check into that sometime. Touche. Uh, so Jerry attempts to contact the same girl a second time. Um, yeah, second time that had notified the so the girl that notified the police tried to contact her a second time. The girl informs police that he was uh that Jerry was questioned at the girl's residence hall. Um that doesn't make any sense. What? What well, doesn't? <clears throat> the girl informed the police and Jerry was questioned I gotcha. at the yeah. girl's residence hall. So, so yeah, Jerry cooperated and his information came back legitimate, so he was not arrested. Subsequently the police examined Bruto's record and decided to uh, go to his home for some follow-up questions and began building a case. Dun, dun, dun. So the police then obtained a search warrant for his home, and they found evidence that proved uh, beyond a doubt that he was their man. There was nylon rope, photographs of the dead women, and most horrifyingly of all, the trophies that he had kept from his heinous crimes. The police also found copper wire that was determined to have been cut with the same tool to cut the cords used to tie the bonds. Police have enough evidence to obtain an arrest warrant for Brudeau's. Um, Jerry's attempt to, to flee from the police who were attempting to serve him with the warrant for the abduction of Leanne Brumley, the girl who had escaped less than a month earlier. Once Jerry is captured, the police began the interrogation process. Uh, Jerry attempts to convince his wife to burn clothing and other evidence from jail, Darcy does not comply this time, and investigator Jim Stovall obtains evidential um, confessions from Jerry, first followed by his confession of the murders of the two recently discovered bodies, as well as the murder of Linda Slauson and Jan uh, Whitney. So it sounds like at first he tries to kind of I don't know, evade them to some degree, but once he's captured... So he had an earlier run-in where I think uh, Mama Brudos kind of helped him out a little bit. But really? she wasn't sure what was going on. 
at the time. Gotcha. Second time around, she's like, eh, this fucker's up to something. Are you talking about his wife? His mother. Or his mother. No, no. Yes, yes, yes. His wife. Okay. It seems like his mother would be like, burn this. Burn this, man. Yeah. So Jerry's tested by several psychiatrists. Then he shows uh, an above average IQ and uh, cognition that is deemed not criminally insane. And he is diagnosed as antisocial personality manifested by fetishism, transvestism, exhibitionism, voyeurism, and especially sadism. So being a transvestite was an ism back in the 60s. I didn't know that. Um, a neighbor implicated Darcy Brudeau's in one of the murders, claiming that Darcy helped Jerry carry a body from the garage. Darcy is arraigned, charged with aiding and abetting in the first-degree murder of Karen Sprinkler. Darcy testifies, claims that she had no involvement. Ultimately, she's found not guilty of her charges, and soon after, Darcy divorces Jerry. Wisely, she also moved, changed her name, and eventually obtained a court order forbidding her children from visiting or writing their father. So, like I said, there was one time earlier where I think she actually maybe, she maybe got her hands in there a little bit. Yeah. Which would be interesting. I mean, you think that. Out. Yeah. And in the little clip I made, like <laughs> advertising this mm-hmm. whole deal, there is a picture of her sitting in her living room holding a newspaper you know saying that she was found not guilty oh wow so on june 28th 1969 jerry Bridos pled guilty to three first degree murders the one for sprinker whitney and salee and was sentenced to three consecutive terms of life imprisonment in oregon state penitentiary though he confessed to slauson's murder Bridos was neither tried nor convicted for it because uh, he did not make did not make and keep photographs of the body Unlike in the other cases, but only her foot, which seems weird. I don't know why that wouldn't be enough. Um, Whitney's body was found a month after Bordeaux's conviction, uh, about a mile downstream from where he said he had thrown it in. While incarcerated, Jerry had uh, piles of women's shoe catalogs in a cell. He wrote to major companies requesting them and claimed they were his uh, substitute for pornography. He... Uh, lodged countless appeals, including one in which he alleged that a photograph taken of him with one of the victim's corpses could not prove his guilt because it was not the body of a person that he was convicted of killing. I totally agree, Jerry. <laughs> the dicks. Why uh, would they do that to you? Uh, so Jerry Jerry has a lot of trouble in prison. He's frequently beaten by fellow inmates. And on January 1st, 1970, he was treated for rectal bleeding, it was classified as being caused by hemorrhoids or other. Been there, Jerry. Definitely caused by I other, I would guess. In 1995, Brudos went up for parole. Parole is not granted, and the parole board makes it clear to the victim's families that Jerry will not be set free. Uh, Jerry Brudos died in prison on March 28, 2006, from liver cancer. At the time of his death, he was the longest incarcerated inmate in the Oregon Department of Corrections a total of 37 years. He was largely forgotten after his death, especially since more prolific serial killers had emerged over the years. This is a reminder of his chilling story. Which I agree. I mean, there were, what a, what a weird beginning. You know what I mean? It, Heist, heisting your first grade teacher's shoes and shit to take home to B 
beat off in the closet too. That's well, and again, that's not normal. So behavior. many, yeah, so many odd behaviors at a young age that are basically overlooked to some degree. And and now, if you were to sit there and try to try to get you know try to get a kid to treatment or whatever for doing something like this, you would be um, ostracized. They would be like, "Oh, what do you?" You know, no child left behind. You know, everybody's important, and I'm not saying they aren't, but like, there's there's way too many excuses made for odd behavior in the name of whatever being that expressing yourself. <laughs> yes, I mean, I just think it opens the door for. I'm not saying you shouldn't be able to. No, you should all, probably look into it a little bit. Yeah, though, I mean, we're least. everybody's unique. Everybody has different preferences. We're all a little weird and quirky, but at some point in time, it goes beyond what you'd consider to be healthy where where would i be if i wasn't in institutionalized after being caught beating off in the closet with the that pair of heels i found at that salvage yard that day where would you be if you were or were not we're not but i thought you were not you were not incarcerated did i say incarcerated <laughs> i think so i don't no. know it'd be better if i was i guess huh? <clears throat> um maybe i'd be a different person and and he does. This guy gets lost in the, lost in the shuffle a little bit because it, it is. It's right around the same time that right, Bundy and some of these others were starting to come on. Yeah, yeah. And it's just insane that you could just kind of get lost in the shuffle. No clue who this guy was. No. Nope, not at all. And no, he didn't have the numbers, but still one. One life, two lives, no different than 20 lives. Right. You know what I mean? They all mean something to somebody, so. And I don't know if it was, I mean, I would say it's it's not lacking in extreme behaviors. I mean, you were talking about necrophilia and chopping off, you know, breasts and all this wild shit. He's, he's hanging them in the garage like they're deer. Right. You know what I mean? Like, he has no remorse for None. what he's doing. No, no, not at all. None whatsoever. Nope. I mean, in while again, very prolific and disgusting, heinous, it, it's just it, it's it's incredible that a story like this can get sort of overshadowed by some of the other crazy things that ended up happening or were happening in the same sort of time frame. Yeah, not that they completely get looked over, but I do feel like the United States, there's just a lot more to pick from. You know, like Henry Lee Lucas, what do you know about him? Nothing. O Otis Tool. Nothing. Crazy. Otis Tool? Otis Tool. <laughs> Crazy pair yeah. of serial killers. I mean, hundreds. Like a team? Probably hundreds. Of people. Like they operated together. Yeah. Partnership. Yeah. Never heard of them. When did they Love Connection? When did they uh Otis Tool supposedly killed uh John Walsh's son, Adam Walsh. America's most wanted. Really? Like that's what that all started from was his son being basically kidnapped and decapitated. John Walsh, why can't the guy from America's Most Wanted. Oh, gotcha. Used to be on Fox for twenty years. You'd know him as, as soon as I showed you a picture. Back, right. oh fuck, that's that's John Walsh. Gotcha. Well, we buzzed through this one pretty quick. 
Yeah, I don't. I I think we did my boy Jerry kind of dirty. You think so? I mean, eh, maybe a little dirty. I don't know. It just comes off sound like some sort of. I mean, once you've talked pervert. about once you've talked about uh, fucking dead people so many times. I mean, what more can you say? You can only. Yeah, we don't even know if you dress them up first. So. No, I mean it's it, it's tough sometimes to. Uh, it just hangs them up in the garage be, like a fucking pinata. Yeah, it's tough to be equally appalled time and time and time again when it's the first time. It's I was really taken aback, flabbergasted, even. flabbergasted. Not well, so much anymore. the the heels thing was unique for sure. The shoe fetish unique because I don't even think it said heels. It just said shoes in general. I guess we can assume. Yeah, I know that the I teacher right. there was heels with the teacher and stuff. Um, he had a flavor, so I mean, I mean, I don't imagine he was stealing any orthopedics. <laughs> Get them, give me them kids. <laughs> Come off them. Put up on them rock ports, me mom. <laughs> no, I I couldn't imagine myself beating off in a pair of orthopedic shoes. So, <laughs> no, definitely not, not. close. Velcro or lace up, I don't care. You get away when we're like eighty, and I would be like, "You got Damn, yourself girl. a pair of orthopedics." I'm gonna be like, "You better get not be. You, you best <laughs> not be jerking off in them shoes." What you'll probably be saying is, "Please stop jerking off in the <laughs> shoes. We got to get through this podcast." <clears throat> Gosh, I hope we're still doing hey, this. Can you put your dick away so we can finish this? <laughs> I'll oblige you. All right. Do you know who we're fucking? I don't. You got no. anybody out there? You got anybody out there in the universe? What if we? What about, what about fucking? Jerry's mother? What was her name? Let's, scroll the let's top. do a scrollio. There we go. We've got. This is this don't know if it says. What? Who does that? Oh, wow. We're just going to give one up to Mama Brudos. All right. Let's get out of here. Yep. Here's to those that wish us well. All the rest can go to hell. Good night, everybody. Fuck you, Mama Brudos. Everybody in the club getting tipsy. Everybody in the club getting tipsy. Everybody in the club getting tipsy. Straight rider, you don't wanna fuck with me. I got the police fussing at me, but they can't do nothing to a G. Wow, 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 he's very nice.